what would you do with an extra hour? Ooh, imagine if you had an extra hour every single day. Yee, give it to me. I would probably take a nap, read a book, or play with my kids. Unless my daughter wants to play sleepover, I can't play that game anymore. I know you all have those games with your kids. But what would you do if you had an extra hour in your day every day? Today, we're going to talk about the not-so-secret tool of automation and the ways that you can use automation to reclaim some lost hours and focus on what truly matters in your life. Let's do this. Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If so, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan Podcast. I'm Danielle McGee. I'm a professor, mom, planner addict, and recovering overachiever. After years of hustle and grind, I was tired of trying harder. I was ready to try easier. At the intersection of research, practice, and play, I found a purposeful path to planning and goal setting that is fun, simple, and sustainable. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I will equip you with tools and practices to clarify purpose, reclaim time, and achieve goals playfully and lightly. Let's get started. Before we jump into things, I want to tell you something that I'm super, super, super excited about. I have an exciting announcement. I am getting ready to begin the Break Free From Busy formula. It's a five-week masterclass on reclaiming time without the overwhelm for working moms. I'm super jazzed for this. If you have always been decisive and grounded, but lately you felt disconnected from your true self, I don't know if you've ever had anyone ask you, what do you do in your free time? And you think, what free time? But if if you actually had free time, you'd have no idea what is fun for you anymore. That sounds like you if you've been so busy taking care of everyone else that you aren't sure who you are anymore. This five-week masterclass is not only going to help you reclaim time, but it is going to give you a deeper understanding of your thoughts and your feelings so that you can start every day with a crystal clear vision and unwavering confidence. You're going to be able to make decisions with assurance, knowing what to say yes to and what to say no to. You're not going to come home stressed out and worn out. There's going to be fun and joy and genuine connections with your family. You're going to discover what brings fun to your life because you deserve it. So if this sounds like something that you're interested in, email me at support at plan goal plan and we'll have a quick convo because I'm keeping the group super small because I want it to be intimate. It's going to be an amazing group of people that I pull together. It's going to be five weeks. It's going to be like masterclass meets group coaching, meets amazing workbooks. Can't wait for it. But I do want to keep the group small because I want to feel connected to everyone. I want it to be a wonderful group of people where we can bring our full selves to. So I want action takers. I want people that are committed to a growth mindset. I want people that believe that they are capable of change. So if this sounds like you and you're ready to take some action, email me at support at plangoplan.com. We gonna hang out. All right, let's talk about automation and let's demystify it a bit. So what is automation? At its core, automation is about leveraging technology to perform tasks automatically. Usually the things that we automate are repetitive or time-consuming tasks that, that also don't really need a human touch, right? So a lot of automation tools are designed to streamline process, enhance efficiency, and sometimes they can also minimize human error. So that's what automation is and some of the possibilities that it offers. But, you know, it's important to understand what 
automation is not, okay? So it is not really about replacing human creativity or decision-making. I think that some automation tools can facilitate you in decision-making, but you still got to make those decisions, girl. And it should serve as a support system. So automation should take care of things that are mundane for you so that you can focus on what really requires your unique skills and your unique attention. So this might include things like scheduling meetings, managing certain household chores, organizing your finances. And automation should really create space and time for the aspects of life and work that are most meaningful to you. So today I'm going to actually talk about some ways that we can automate in three different areas of our life, home automation, financial management, and how you can automate and work. I have always resisted automation. I don't know why. I remember when grocery pickup was being becoming really popular. So this was actually pre-COVID. It was around the time that I was having my, my kiddos. And it was around the time that I was pregnant with my kiddos. And I remember, you know, grocery pickup being a thing that was starting to really be advertised in my community. And I remember thinking, well, oh, well, that's not for me. Like that's for, you know, maybe elderly people who can't get out of the house, maybe have trouble driving. I actually really enjoy grocery shopping, mostly because I really enjoy eating. And so I get super excited about what I'm going to eat. And so, you know, I was like, oh, you know, like this is this is a chore I don't mind doing. I should definitely just do it. And I was so resistant to the idea of automating certain things. And not because I didn't. For me, it wasn't even like, oh, I don't trust them to shop and get me the right things. It was sort of just like, oh, there's like something in me that thinks like if I can do something, I should do it myself. I just had a lot of resistance around the idea of letting myself really automate some of these tasks. And when I finally gave into it, I was like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. I'm saving so much time. And for me, it wasn't really about do I like grocery shopping or not. It was about would I rather grocery shop or exercise? Would I rather grocery shop or spend more time with my family? Would I rather grocery shop or take a nap? It took me some mindset work to really shift the way that I was thinking about automation. So y'all, embracing home automation can be a game changer. And there are so many things, and there's so many things I haven't played with yet, but there's smart home devices like programmable thermostats. You can regulate your home's temperature automatically, You, which can really help with your bills. You can automate light systems to adapt to your family's schedule. You can use robotic vacuum cleaners. You can... Use automated kitchen appliances. Y'all, I love, love, love things like crock pots and instant pot where you can set it and forget it. Your food is done when you get home. It's amazing. They even have smart refrigerators now where you can track your inventory so that you will only be ordering what you really need. It, that's so bonkers to me, y'all. Some of my favorite home automation things are around grocery delivery and meal plan. So right now, we've been using Hungry Root for a couple of years now. We actually started using it when I was directing a show. So one of my jobs is I am a director of a theater at the university that I teach at. I had written a production that I was directing and I just knew it was going to be banana pants busy. And so 
I finally gave myself permission. I'm like, I'm going to try this out. And y'all, I loved it. Love it. The food is, I'm going to sound like I'm selling this and I'm really not. But the food was so good. It's so healthy. And it really only takes me like 10 to 30 minutes to prep any of the meals. And I love that I just don't have to think about it. So groceries are kind of stupid expensive right now. And we've spent a lot of time, my husband and I, discussing whether or not we should keep investing in this. But we do because it's just such an easy way for us to make sure that we're eating healthy. And I just, I don't have to think about it. But y'all, there's so many other ways that you can automate meal planning. I actually have an episode on meal planning that I'll go ahead and post in the show notes for y'all. But one thing that I hadn't thought of until recently, you can also use ChatGPT to, to meal plan for you. You could tell it how many meals you want it to plan for you, what exactly the sorts of things are that you like to eat and don't like to eat, and ask ChatGPT to put together a meal plan for you. I haven't tried it yet, but I bet it will be scary at how good it actually is. But there are people that you can buy meal plans from. I love to use Pinterest to just create seasonal meal plans all ahead of time, so I never really have to spend too much time on meal planning. There are bonkers amount of apps that you can use. Y'all, when it comes to home stuff, don't be afraid to automate. Probably one of the first places that I started embracing automation was managing my finances. I think in stories, not numbers. And so right away, I knew that if I was going to really manage my finances, having having technology that can support me in that was really important. If you are not using automatic bill payment for regular expenses like your utilities, mortgages, credit cards, do it. It's so easy. It's also a way to save money automate saving. There are so many great budgeting apps out there right now. I think I'm using Rocket Money. It can categorize my spending. It sends me an email once a week and kind of tells me where I'm at. This makes it much easier for me to stick to my financial goals. So if you aren't already using automated services for your financial management, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. My husband and I kind of laugh because, you know, somebody was like, well, how do you save money? And I'm like, well, I have this bank account that I actually don't know how to get any money out of. And so we just automatically send money there every month. And then I don't know how to withdraw from it. And so that's how we save money. The final the final area that I want to talk about automation is in your work life. One of the biggest challenges for me right after I had my kiddos was that my time at work needed to be so much more focused because I only had so many hours that my kids were in childcare. And so I couldn't just be like, oh, I'm going to like chit chat with some of my colleagues for an hour and I'll just make up that hour later in the evening because that that just wasn't an option anymore. And so I really found myself needing to laser focused at work so that I can get all the things done while I have childcare. And then so that I can shut it off and focus on my family in the evening. There are email management tools that can automatically sort your inbox for you. They can flag important messages. They can archive critical ones. There are project management software like Asana or Trello. If you need to create any automation, Zapier is amazing. It works with all sorts of different apps and it kind of it makes them work together. You can create a workflow. It's so wonderful. One of my 
favorite ways to automate is going to sound sort of silly, but because it's not as technology oriented, but is to utilize checklists. I have a few different episodes on the power of checklists and how they're different than to-do lists, and I'll make sure I link them in the show notes. But I love to kind of front load the work by going, what are the processes we need? So a checklist should move you through a process where a to-do list is just like an accumulation of different things you need to do. A checklist really moves you through a process. And I have things that I do regularly at work. I have checklists for all of them. And it's wonderful because I put all of them together. Usually, you know, I'm a teacher. So before a semester starts, and then when I need to work with the different teams that I work with, I can provide them with the checklist and it makes delegation really easy. But also when it's time for me to do things, it doesn't do it for you, like some of the automation things that we've been talking about, but it does significantly reduce the amount of time, the amount of brain energy I need to use on tasks so that I can spend my time making the decisions that I really need to make, leading my team, doing the creative thinking I love. So y'all, automation can be a game changer. So if there are areas of your life that you've been hesitant to try out different automations, give it a go. Just see what happens. I do think that it's really important to set some boundaries with automation though. I think that you can design and simplify your life and really enhance productivity with automation tools, but you also don't want to become overly reliant on them. We want to preserve the human element in both our professional and personal interaction, right? So I think it's really important that we engage personally in conversations that require empathy and understanding and a nuanced approach. I also think that it's good to have some regular check-ins to make sure that the machines aren't making mistakes, right? So even if you're automating your bills, for example, still setting aside time once a month to go through your, your statements and make sure that there aren't any errors is really important. Also, as we automate, we might become even more dependent on some of our devices. And so still designating some tech-free times or even tech-free zones in your family, I think can be really important. So as you start to automate, I would also encourage you to set some boundaries around your automation process so that you don't lose the irreplaceable value of direct human connection and the unique insights that come with that. Y'all, I wish for you an extra hour every day. I wish for you that. I, I wish for you the confidence to just play around with some technology that might help you automate some things in your home life, your financial life, or your work life. I believe that you are brilliant and you are imperfect and you do this. Y'all, this year is going to be a joyful year. It's going to be full of play and experimentation and laughter. I hope that you have enjoyed this Delete, Delegate, and Automate series. I'm working on something super secret that would allow you to delve even more deep. So keep checking in. I wish for you easy automation, friend. Be well. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all, so pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.